T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Every once in a while, you get the chance to dive into a book. I know, I, I don't mean sit there and read. I mean dive into it. And, and that's how I feel about the, uh, the writing from uh, Nelson DeMille. Now, the first time that uh, I read uh, one of Nelson's works, it was The Gold Coast. And I just looked at the title, and I kind of skimmed the back, but I didn't pay really close attention. And it wasn't until I had started to dive into the book. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So this Gold Coast is Long Island, New York. I said, oh, yeah, I'm in. And it was, it was interesting to me. Remember back in June, I was up in New York, and I was traveling out to Long Island. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. I think I know some of these places, and I know these places from Nelson DeMille's writing. And I'm so happy to have uh, Nelson with us this afternoon. Nelson, thank you for being here. Yeah, good to be with you. I have absolutely loved your writing. And, and I don't mean to say that just in the past tense, but uh, I'm excited because there's apparently a new book coming out, right? That's right, called The Maze, and it's been published, well, it was published actually yesterday. So oh. we're one day into it. <laughs> How's it going so far? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That's what I keep bugging my agents about. How are the sales? Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> Well, hopefully we can help you out. Now, uh, when you're you're reading a Nelson DeMille book, you, you get a variety of characters, a, a variety of protagonists. Now, this is this is in the John Corey series, correct? Correct, yes. All right, so for folks who are not familiar with Mr. Corey, fill us in a little bit. What are we going to see in the maze? Well, you know, this is my uh, eighth John Corey book. The first one was uh, called Plum Island. Uh, which is also off Long Island. Uh, that was, uh, God, 25 years ago I wrote that one. And uh, Plum Island was uh, and is an agricultural research center for animal diseases. And uh, but a lot of people think it has to do with uh, germ warfare. And uh, so the title, if you know Plum Island, the title right away should grab you. And I created the character John Corey as kind of a standalone book because I had never done a series before and didn't really want to. But uh, the response to the book was great. I, the character I created, John Corey, was NYPD, wounded in the line of duty and convalescing, and uh, he's actually uh, on disability and will not go back to the police force. Uh, I made him very politically incorrect, he, even for the day <laughs> back in 97. He says things that today I think would, you know, would uh, you know, raise some hackles. Yeah. But, but he's no different now in the maze. He's the same guy. But I got a lot of pushback from some of the junior editors 
who said this guy is a dinosaur. Uh-huh. But uh, in fact, the New York Times actually reviewed the book, and uh, the woman who reviewed it said it was engaging but enraging. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'll take that. That's not bad at all. That's a, not bad. <laughs> oh, that's an invitation again to dive into uh, to dive into the book. So I got to ask you, with with different protagonists, uh, is it is it easy to shift gears? Do you do you sometimes have uh, I don't know uh, protagonist A showing up and protagonist B? Well, you know, the uh, the standalones are actually easier because you're creating you know, a whole world and your main protagonist or it doesn't really have a big backstory. But when you do the series after about eight books, you're kind of dragging along some of his baggage and some of his past love affairs and past cases and that type of thing. And you know, you got to go back and actually read your own books to remember what you wrote. And, uh, you know, that becomes a little bit of a challenge. But you want to keep the thing moving forward, but you got to look back over your shoulder at some of the stuff that got him to where he is and made him who he is. So, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I like the character. The uh, the John Corey you see in The Maze, a new one, is not that much different. Uh, you know, I wrote the first one 25 years ago, but yeah. the uh, internal chronology of the series is only about four years. So it's really the same guy. Same, uh, <laughs> the same politically incorrect, unwoke guy that I created 25 years ago. He's kind of, he's kind of grown up into a world of, uh, you know, uh, that's changed a lot yes. for him. Yes. But uh, and 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 some of the readers, but um, but you know, it's okay if if you, you need a sense of humor. There's a lot of humor in the book, and some of it might be yeah. a little bit off color and. Uh, some of it might not appeal to some women, but other women love John Corey. So, you know, if you don't like the book, don't read it. Uh, right. we don't, we're not into cancel culture here. We. Uh, That's right. Yeah. That's right. No, it's it's interesting you mention that. I want to remind everybody. Nelson Demille is joining us, and his website is nelsondemille.net, where you can get all of the books and my suggestion uh is that you do get all of the books now the first exposure that i had to uh uh, to nelson's writing was the gold coast and now i've just sort of devoured all the rest of it but uh i mention these other characters now you've got john Corey over here who as you say politically incorrect uh engaging and enraging john sutter is uh he's a different guy right i mean this is just he's not john Corey in the least is he no, he's a little bit more of an adult. <laughs> and, uh, he kind of watches what he says, but he's funny in his own way, too. And uh, John John Sutter is an old wasp, as you know, because he read it. And uh, yeah. uh, lives on the Gold Coast of Long Island with his wife, and they're both kind of aristocratic. And uh, next door, in the next mansion, moves in a mafia don and his family. <laughs> so it's sort of like uh, Jay Gatsby meets the Godfather. Right. So, so tell me about Nelson DeMille. Now, I know about Sutter and I know about Corey, but I want to know more about Nelson DeMille, who, who actually created these guys. Well, you know, where do you start? I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a product of New York and have the yep. New York mouth, maybe. And, uh, you know, I went to, you know, I grew up in the 50s and 60s and everything was kind of cool until the 60s got a little wild and. I went to college for three years, and I joined the Army because uh, I was looking for action-adventure, and they sent me to Vietnam, so, you know, <laughs> not, sure that, not sure that worked out well, but I was, a, I was a, an infantry officer, and I got in a, a rifle company, and 
served in Vietnam on November 67 to November 68. Mm-hmm. I came back, finished college, and uh, decided I needed to write the great American war novel the way Norman Mailer did and James Jones and all those guys from the World War II era. And that's, that's what got me into the writing process. So I guess it was really, you know, my, my time in service and the war itself. And um, I finally published Word of Honor, uh, which was my first Vietnam War novel. And then I had, did one more, Call Up Country. That was the only two I wrote out of 23 books. I only two touched on Vietnam. Um, but but, but a, lot of, you know, a lot of my characters uh, have military backgrounds and... Uh, and they, you know, they're kind of savvy to war and they're savvy to guns, certainly, and and life. And uh, but I don't want to make them, to, you know, into muscular books. Uh, the, the women love these books. This is romance in most of them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, one of the things that I I, I saw as I was uh, doing some some background uh, searching on you. Again, I mean, I, I've read the books. I know the characters, but. Uh, do you actually sit and write every single book longhand on like legal pads? Yeah, I, I never learned how to type, and uh, <laughs> I, I pay other people to type. I, you know, I mean, this is how I learned how to write in the third grade, you know, the okay. pencil. And uh, I find it just more liberating because I don't have that machine in front of me, and and I write them out longhand. I do a second draft, sometimes a third, and that's a little bit neater, so my assistant can read my hieroglyphics, and she types it out <laughs> on the computer, and then I can play with it a little bit on the screen. And uh, you know everybody says just you know uh, you know get 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 with the 21st century and learn how to type. And I said, but no, I mean writing is not typing. Uh, there's a lot of writers out there who are typists. They're not really writers. Uh, writing to me you know, will probably always be longhand. Mm. Now I, I have to tell you something that uh, especially speaks to me, Nelson, is that I, I'm an ex-cop a thousand years ago, but oh, I have. Nice. So many friends who are in law enforcement and and in various parts of law enforcement and and throughout your series, I mean, there's just so many different characters: diplomatic security services represented. You got CID in the army. I mean, you've got a lot of agencies. And what I have found, just on a personal basis, man, all of the jargon, all everything that's related to that particular agency is spot on so i'm just imagining there's a lot of research going into this yeah there's a lot of research jeff i mean and you can see it. i'm glad uh i'm glad you you know i didn't find too many mistakes i'm sure i make mistakes but um you know you do some research you know through the internet and some is what i call field research you go out there with these guys but i know a lot of cops i know some fbi guys and uh, they'll talk to you, you know, and they, they kind of fill you in, and especially retired guys, um, because uh, they're more willing to talk about what what really goes on, right. and uh, you know, and being a best-selling author, I think, helps too, because if I ask, you know, if I look for somebody uh, to give me a, give me some info, somebody's always there for me. Some people want to be acknowledged in the back of the book and the acknowledgments, and some want to remain anonymous, and that's okay too. But I think you know, I have a good I have a good network of people. You know, make me sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, just reminiscing about some of this, I'm thinking some of your sources might want to remain not just anonymous, but very anonymous. <laughs> right. I mean, right? Especially, especially FBI guys. Cops will talk to you, even active duty. But the FBI is a different, you know, different animal, and uh, I find that most of the information I need comes from retired guys and the FBI. And when CIA... CIA 
you know, they don't talk to anybody, retired or not, and that's always been a challenge. Uh, the Army CID, though, I know a few guys in the Army Criminal Investigation Division, and uh, they're willing to talk again, retired. So, uh, you know, once you build up the network and people trust you, and they have to trust you, uh, they will talk. Absolutely. Well, Nelson, number one, I can't tell you how grateful I am that you could you could, and you would. You did make some time for me because uh, um, I, I may sound silly, but I legitimately am a fan. I just love uh, I love the books. I want people to get not just The Maze, which is the new one, and I know you can find that probably at Amazon and Barnes & Noble, but I yep. want folks to go back and get all these books. And is the website the best way to do that? Yeah, the website is good, and, and they're all available as ebooks and as paperback, in some cases still hardcover, and audio books if you don't like to read. You can listen to it. Nice. Uh, that's what I do in the car sometimes. Yeah. What's, what's the chance you're going to take one of those legal pads and uh, put that on eBay? I mean, that's the original first draft of the book, you know? <laughs> you know, it's a good question. I, all my handwritten manuscripts go to Boston University Library. They contacted me about... 30 years ago, and I said, we'd love to have your handwritten manuscripts. I said, you know, they're clogging up my office. You, you got them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The only problem I have with that is my wife is a, is a BC alum, so BU is uh, yeah. not our favorite place. But yeah, B, uh, BC is great. I love yeah. BC. I, I, I know somehow, some way, I don't know how. I got to get you to sign one of the one of the books for me at some point. I know you're on tour, but uh, maybe you'll come close, and we'll we'll get a chance for you to sign one. Yeah, well, uh, I'll get back to you, and we'll uh, we'll work it out for sure. I love it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you so much. That is Nelson DeMille. He is a best-selling author, and I'm telling you, if you are looking for a good read, there are uh, there's adventure in this, there's intrigue in this. As he mentioned, uh, there's some some real romance that pops up, and some of the characters, John Corey in particular, as he mentioned, politically incorrect, as politically incorrect as a human being could be. So it it it, it it's a fascinating read. 446, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 